Hello and welcome to the Majors Metal Podcast. This is episode 149. I am your host, Gavin, and we've got Kelly. Hello. Right, so this is a kind of a strange episode for us because it's kind of been, it's not been rushed, but it's kind of not, our normal schedule is every two weeks, but we haven't not long put an episode out. And then we found out that um, one of our favourite bands, BB Mac, um, are bringing out something called The Lost Tapes, um, which are essentially just like old recordings they did like 20 plus years ago. And they're releasing them this weekend. And, you know, we figured it, we really wanted to help promote, basically. But we'd also been talking to Christian, who's a member of BB Mac, about his solo album. And we wanted to get him on the podcast anyway to talk about that, which was our main reason for doing it. And it just so happened we were able to fit it in now before this BB Mac stuff comes out. So we're talking to Christian about his album, um, Love Songs from Suburbia which is on, it's everywhere, it's on iTunes, it's on Amazon Music, it's on Spotify, um, some of the tracks I think are on YouTube as well, um, it's a fantastic album, it's a, it's like a dance album, like a trance dance, uh, chill out, I call it chill out because um, it's, you can just sit sit back and relax when you're listening to it, you can listen to it in the car, um, as we discussed with Christian in the interview, it's the lyrics are really like uh, emotional, it's a great album, nothing like BB Max stuff. Um, but but Christian solo stuff never has been. It's always been you know his own thing, which is you know that's great. That's what you want when you're doing your own stuff. You, you should be able to kind of be yourself. And Christian's uh, has done this album, and it's fantastic, isn't it, Kel? Yeah, they all have like the individual styles, isn't it? Like <clears throat> Mark's more soul, Christian's more dance, Steve's more like rock. I'd say. Yeah. So it's good that they um, they all venture out and do their own things. And this album is like you said, is completely different. So anyone that likes dance music will obviously prefer this to the BB Mac stuff. Exactly. And like we first, I mean, I've I've loved BB Mac for, for like 20 odd years now, but um, we actually got Ad Christian on the podcast. I think it was 2019 he came on and, yeah, me, think- and me and Scott interviewed him. And it was great because it was when BB Mac had just reformed. They, they were doing this new album, this tour. And then off the back of having him on the podcast, we then were able to get tickets to go backstage. Uh, their, their agents at the time, or the publicist, had given us um, backstage passes to go meet them in Chicago. And that's where Scott lives. So uh, me and Kelly were like, should we go? And Kelly was like, I'd love to. So and it was when Kelly was on a trip. Well, you actually, you weren't on a trip, were you? You wanted to come over, but it, I don't think it was booked, was it? So no, I think the trip, it was booked to come to you. Oh, But okay. this, like... The, the Chicago thing wasn't obviously. We just like yeah, that's right. We're trying yeah, to yeah. figure out how we were going to work it out, what yes. city we could go to, and yeah, there you go. That's um, what it was. Yeah, so we did yeah. it, and we we did it, and we flew to Chicago. We met Scott. We had this amazing trip. It was so funny, um, and we got to go to the House of Blues in Chicago and see BB Mac live, and and then meet them afterwards and stuff. And it was it was amazing. And then of course we got to know Mark, and Mark's been on the podcast since, and. I chat to Mark periodically. Steve as well. Steve's very chatty, although I can't manage to get him on the podcast. I think he's quite laid back and isn't one of those people that puts himself forward for things like this. But um, but yeah, so we've, we've we've had a chat with Christian on this episode and then Mark's going to be coming on again at some point when the, the BB Mac tour kicks off, which I think is in October. Um, Mark said he will come on and chat to us again about that. But, um, but yeah... We're going to get to, through to that interview in a minute, and we're not going to uh, we're going to do, play, do this a little bit different. Normally, we do an intro and we put the interview in, and then we do an outro. But today, we're just going to do the intro. I'm going to play the the interview, and then that's the end of the episode. And uh, we're actually going to finish the episode with one of the tracks from Christian's album, "Love Songs from Suburbia," which is called "Breathing Fire," which is my favourite track. So uh, yeah, look forward to that as well. But um, aside from that, how have you been, Kel? These past few days since we last spoke. Yeah, not too bad. I've been off work, so it's been really nice. I've been quite outdoorsy because <laughs> the weather's been good. I've been <clears throat> hiking in Wales, so that was oh, really nice. nice. Um, then I've been to the beach today. Yeah, I've just been catching up with... with I went to visit your man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's Father's Day at the weekend. Um, actually, is it Sunday? I think it is, isn't it? This, this coming weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I was like, I want to get me dad beers. Is there, is there any website you know in the UK where I can go online from here, order them and have it delivered? And Kelly was like, well, I can just do it. And I was like, you sure you don't mind? She's like, yeah, it's fine. So like, I was like, okay, I'll PayPal you the money. So Kelly buys the beer. And I'm like, what's your PayPal? And she's like, you know what? You're sending me a packet of cookies <laughs> anyway. So just go to, there's a place here called Bath and Body Works that sell little hand soaps and stuff and little uh, hand sanitizers. She's obsessed with them. 
So she's Love like, them. just fill the box up with them. So <laughs> Dina, my wife, went to the uh, went there the other day and bought a load. So we're going to be sending them over, over for Kelly as a thank you for, for picking that beer up for me dad. And talking of packages being sent over, I actually got a package today off you for my birthday, which obviously <laughs> has come late because my birthday was a few weeks ago. Yeah, um, but it was full of all UK goodies, all candy and sweets. And there's a couple of packets <laughs> of uh, super noodles in there, which are like kind of like what the U- the US and, and Canada know is Mr. Noodle, but they're way better. So there's a couple of packets of them in there. And, I think uh, I tried to find odd flavours with them. I don't know if you've had them before, but I tried to find weird flavours on a crud. Yeah, I know you did. And like you, you know me as well, so you know exactly what I like. And even with the sweets as well, like you've picked some things there that you think you might not have tried them, but I think you liked them. And everything you put in this, I love. So, God, to enjoy for your birthday. <laughs> as soon as it got in, I seen it sitting there on the counter because they obviously delivered it whilst I wasn't in, and and Dina was working from home, so she she brought it in, and I knew it was off you. And I was like, yes. So I just went over and cut the bag open, and <laughs> they went through it all. And I've already cut, I've already like opened half the bags anyway, just to try the different things that you sent me. Standard every so, time. Because I love you can't, you'll always put a smile on my face with sweets. So <laughs> I will just now just say to the listeners, if there's anyone out there that wants to put a smile on my face and send me some sweets, you can just reach out to me and I'll give you my address and you can send me some candy. <laughs> He's not joking, that makes you so happy. Yeah, I'm actually being genuinely serious. In fact, I'm going to tell you this as well while we're on the subject of candy and people sending me stuff. In the US, because the US get everything, all the good stuff. Canada, eh, a little bit, but not so much. Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters movie is coming out. As most of you know, I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan. The new movie is coming out in October, well, November actually. And I'm really excited because it's with the original cast. It's called Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's going to be incredible. And they've just come out with... Obviously, everyone must know the marshmallow. You know the marshmallow man, don't you? Yeah. Yes, everyone knows the marshmallow man. He's a giant guy. Kind of looks a little bit like the um, the Michelin, Michelin man. man. Yeah, or yeah. cross between the Michelin man and the Pillsbury Doughboy. Kind of a mix between the both. Anyway, they've come out with these actual marshmallows that are branded Stay Puffed, which is Stay Puffed is the brand name from the movie. And so they've come oh, out God. with these marshmallows. It just That's all they are is marshmallows, but they've got his picture on it and stuff, and they look real. I mean, they are real marshmallows, but it looks like it's a genuine, like, legit product. Anyway, I mentioned it on Twitter, and I've got, like, three or four people are, like, they've gone out and bought me bags, and they're sending me them. And don't, don't get me wrong, I've offered everyone that's sending me them, I've actually said, listen, if there's anything in Canada you want, let me send you something back. Um, and most of them have said, no, it's fine. But um, it's just, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's done that. And there's even a Ghostbusters cereal that's kind of like Lucky Charms, so it's got little marshmallow pieces in it. That's come out as well, and there's a box of that on its way for me as well. So, again, oh, you're element with all of them. I know. So again, thank you to everyone who's who's done that. It's it means a lot to me. Um, but yeah. So other than that, what have I been up to the past few days? Uh, well, at the weekend, we well we did this interview with Christian at the weekend, but then after that, we went over to the neighbours because we were, we're all friendly with the neighbours ever since lockdown. We know so many people on the street now, and they're all really nice. Like, actual friends, like, they are friends of ours. Like, if we were getting married tomorrow, these people would be at the wedding. Like, they're, they're friends. And I can't wait for you to meet half of them. And uh, anyway, AJ, we call him AJ because he looks like <laughs> AJ from the Backstreet Boys. He, lit- he legit looks just like him. It's uncanny. Um, his name's Rob, and he invited us over and some of the other neighbours, and we had, like, uh, we had some pizza in the backyard, and the kids were playing on the trampoline, and it was really nice. It was re- And then the next day, we went to the other neighbour's house, and... We had a couple of drinks there with them in the backyard, and it's it's been great. It's really nice. Oh. that's so we didn't actually go anywhere at the weekend. We just went and hung out with the neighbours. But it's, it's not, just it's, as good though sometimes chilling in the back garden when it's nice weather and stuff. Well, and yeah, and it's 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 nice because like the name Rob Rob is from Cape Breton, which is a part of Nova Scotia, and so a lot of his friends are still there. So he's kind of like me in a way. He doesn't have a lot of people, you know, to call friends around Local. here. So it's it's yeah. nice. It's nice because we've got that in common. And then even even the other neighbours that we were with on Sunday, they also have come from Cape Breton as well. So all their families there. So they don't have a, a lot of friends and family around this area. So it's it's been it's been really nice. And that's just from go Aww. that's just from going into during lockdown, just going and taking walks around around the neighbourhood, and people are doing the same thing, and you just get talking because everyone's got COVID in common. So you're just God, talking yeah. about it, and then the next thing you know, you realise actually, why have we never spoke? We've been living here for six years, and we've never spoke to anyone. 
Well, aside from a quick hey, we've never got to know anyone, and now it's like it's really pulled people together. So that's one of the plus points of it. I suppose when you come, like you're rushing around, you're coming, you sit in your house, get straight away, don't you? And then it's just like a high normally, isn't it? Yeah. But because you've not had anywhere to go, you've like probably built up those conversations. Like I've spoke to my neighbour way more than I do normally. I knew them anyway, obviously, but um, like I've spoke to them way more than I than I would have done if we hadn't been locked down. Yeah. For this long. Exactly. Yeah. So it's one of the one of the you know the few plus points of the whole thing. It's it's been nice. Um, oh, no. But yeah, so we are going to go through to our interview now, Christian Burns, but very quickly, because it's something I normally do at the end, I'm going to do it now and give out the details. So go to our website at majorsmesshall.com. Instagram is at Messhall Podcast. The Twitter is at Majors Mess Hall. Facebook, you can just search Majors Mess Hall and you'll find us. We've got a really strong following on there. And our Patreon page, if you want to become a patron of the pod, you can go to patreon.com. So that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash majors mess hall and that'll take you through to our patreon page and you can sign up and donate whatever you want monthly and uh, as always thank you very much to our current patrons we honestly could not do this without you uh yes yeah, so just to also mention as well again uh, christian's album is love songs from suburbia and honestly guys I, like I, I wouldn't i wouldn't say it was as great as it is if it didn't believe it and it really is a great album so please check it out Tell Chris. Yeah, you text me saying I've been listening to this. For Honestly, ages, like I don't repeat. Like I don't. Normally, like you know, we have spoke to people in the past where we've done research, and you know, you. It's not that we don't. We love talking to the guests we have on, but like with with this album, I genuinely do like it, and and it was on repeat. You know, if if I didn't like it, I could have just listened to it a few times and just been like, yeah, it's a great. Album. But it really is a good album, and. and the song we're finishing with is honestly one of my favorites on the. In fact, it is my favorite on the album, and uh, yeah. Such a nice guy, laid back to speak to as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, it was it was just really nice. But it, it always is like when we talk to somebody that's like from the UK, and especially when it's somebody so yeah. close to home, there's always that connection as well. So it's you, you normally always get on so well, and yeah, it's, it's always lovely having a chat with Christian. So and also you know just to mention as well the BB Mac, uh, the Lost Tapes. If you if you're a big fan of BB Mac or or you know a new fan of BB Mac. That, that old stuff I can't wait because I love the harmonies and they were all about the harmonies back in the day I mean they still are but back in the day when he was starting out and that acoustic sound I can't wait for it to hear what they've been doing so or what they have done in the past but anyway enjoy the interview with Christian Burns and we'll be back next yeah because we mentioned of, this we've... we're not gonna yeah we're still not gonna announce who it is though I don't wanna do no, that yet we've gotta just give a little do you wanna give a little hint that a few a people hint. are gonna be back next episode aren't they as well as all right. Okay. Um, so a hint. So uh, how are we going to do this? Like a hint, as in like, just tell them an item or something. It's like, <laughs> so no, you're. Let's just put it this way. You're as excited as you are about getting candy, as you are about this next. Yeah. Uh, this next guess. Yes. It's it's <laughs> great. It's re- you know what? I'm not even going to give a hint. That's the hint you're getting there. So and a couple of old old. Faces are going to be back, aren't they? That haven't been on for a while. Hopefully, yeah. Well, we haven't actually planned out the intro and outro yet, so we don't know exactly <laughs> how that's going to play out. But the interview itself is incredible, and I can't wait to play it out. So, um, anyway, maybe it, cut that bit. <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. We are going to try and get you know as many people as we can on, I, I guess. But um, it all depends because I want to get. It's all about do, the interview. Well, yeah, and I just want to do it now, and I need to. Need, I need to kind of lay off it a bit and just be, no, do it properly, plan it out properly. Make it a really good episode and do it when it's ready. Don't rush it. Yeah, so, don't, because okay. this is a good one. It is. And maybe we should also say that I think probably everyone in the world's going to know. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, everyone will know. Everyone will this... know the, the work that this person is attached to. That's that's the way of putting it, yeah. Everybody will know. There's just not a doubt in my mind. So, yeah, we need to stop talking because we'll end up giving it away. But okay. yeah, here is our interview with Christian Burns, and uh, we will see you next time on episode 150. Yep, ciao, ciao. Oh, here he is. All right, Christian. Um, yeah, can you hear me okay? Perfect. Great. 
So we've actually got you've got me today, and you've also got. Do you remember Kelly when we met you in Chicago? Yeah, hi Kelly. Hi. <laughs> and uh, Scott, <laughs> Scott, the other fellow with the big beard, he's no longer with us. Well, he, he hasn't passed away. He's uh, oh. <laughs> he's doing he's doing his own podcast now. So he's we're still friends and stuff. But he he moved on a couple of years ago. So. Ah, well, you know, things happen, don't they? People move on, and that's just the way the world goes. <laughs> exactly. All good, um, but... Yeah. How, are you, how are you guys doing? Where, where are you? Well, I'm in, I'm, as you know, I'm in Nova Scotia, Canada, and Kelly's back in... Uh, well, she's on the Wirral. We always tell people Liverpool, but obviously because people don't know where the Wirral is, but obviously you do, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm on the Wirral. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so it's we... a nice day around here. I've just been out in the garden, actually. It's been lovely. Yeah, we we was we seen one of your videos there. That obviously, you've recently moved, and it looks absolutely beautiful. Like your property outside looks amazing. Yeah, it's you know what I'm just I'm uh, just um, I've just come to the countryside for a, for a bit just to see um, you know I, I just to, to relax a little bit. It's been a crazy year, so uh, yeah, I don't know how long I'm going to stay here, but yeah, it's so nice. It's so quiet. You yeah, it looks really birds, it looks really secluded where you are. It is. It's in. It's in the. It's not far from Liverpool. Actually, it's near Rainford. Oh, nice. Um, Bickerstaff way. Um, and it's just yeah. It's just. It's just on its own the field. So, it's allowed me to just get on with work. <laughs> I've got a lot of work to do. So, um, it's great. Yeah. Brilliant. Have you had a go in the little swing yet in the tree? I did. I was just worried <laughs> I was going to snap it. Because <laughs> the wood's quite old. But uh, no, it's uh, it's safe. It's safe. <laughs> Swing works. Yeah. Well, uh, well. First of all, congratulations on that number one spot in the in the US dance charts. That is incredible. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I, I didn't really. It was unexpected. I'll be honest with you. You know, we we knew we'd worked hard on it and the, on the record, and I'd worked hard on the record and made the best record I could. And you know, I'm proud of it and everything. But sometimes you don't know what's going to happen with chart positions and stuff. And it, yeah, I was made up. I was. I went at number three. I was like, yeah, everyone's number three. And then next one I had to come on and do it. Sorry about that, guys. It's gone to number one, which is a great thing to, you know, I'm not moaning. It was amazing. So, yeah, um, it feels feels like uh, just a nice end to the, the past 12 months, really. Um, so it was, it was good. It was well, it's just like what an achievement. You, you've worked so hard on creating, you know, this album and then it goes to, like, you can't get any better than that. That's inc- It's just so incredible. Yeah, do you know what? And it was. I think it was more the conditions. The album was recorded and written. Um, you know, it was when I came back from LA. I literally started again with the album in April um, after, you know, I came back from Los Angeles uh, with COVID and everything, and I started again. And, I, and obviously, I was in between studios at the time, in between places. So I just set up my studio in a in a little hut at the bottom of my sister's gar- garden. And it was all done in there, in this little magical hut. So, you know, so all through a big lockdown. fancy posh studio. Kept you busy all through lockdown then. You... It did. You know what? We're creating, I mean, this is what I tell. Because I, I, I teach now as well, and I've got, you know, an academy now, which I've been working hard on. And it's like, I, I one of the reasons I teach is because, you know, making music is, it's like therapy. You know, it's it really is. And it's, it's an escape. And it's something that, kept my mind occupied making this album in the whole of lockdown and uh i'm so grateful really? for it <laughs> you I know, i'm so grateful for it so it's like you know i teach other people like it can be you know it's not just about the music it's about your well-being as well creating songs it's so it's it's a magical thing to be able to create and yeah it was uh kept me because i started lockdown out you know eating pizzas and drinking stella and watching <laughs> the news 24 hours a day just biting my nails going oh no what's gonna happen so it was, uh, yeah, I was like, right, no, right, okay, that can't, can't carry on like that. <laughs> so I'll have to get fit, put the pizzas down, start mixing music, <laughs> and that's what I did. Yeah, like, I, we, I did the same with the music thing, because I, I sing as well, and, and um, I hadn't done anything for a while. And my friend Mikey, who was actually, he was going to, he's also a host on, on this podcast, he couldn't join us today, unfortunately, but... Uh, the two of us were, were like, you know what, let's do some music together. And we've literally, we're just finishing at, like our first EP. But we've spent like the whole of lockdown writing it. And, and like some of them are old songs we did years ago that we've like brought forward. And we've done everything ourselves, like right down to the production. It's, it's just the two of us. And it's it's really, it's been so helpful to have that through all this craziness. So I, I totally get what you're saying. Just to have something Absolutely. to focus on, something positive to work on. 
Yeah, something positive, and it gives you a sense of achievement when you do it yourself. And if you don't know what you're doing, it's like, oh, it's hard. But then you figure it out, and you you learn how to do it, and then you do it yourself. And it's just, you know, it's so empowering. It's just a win-win, you know, because you're getting the result, but also you've done it yourself. And there's something amazing about, um, you know, doing everything yourself. And it's something I've always done, you know. Well, not always, but a lot of the time I do it all. And uh, it's that empowerment as an artist, you know. so yeah, no, it's it's, it's creating music has been my friend. Um, so the past twelve months, production-wise, with this album, like how involved were you? Like, did you do everything, or did, have you had outside help? Yeah, I mean, production-wise on the album, you know, I've worked <laughs> with a few of my close friends who I've worked with for year, you know, for on a few other songs and some guys for years, um, and you know, but I, I would write the songs um, and you know figure out all the chord progressions write all the melodies all the lyrics record all the vocals produce all the vocals and then you know i'd send it to my friend timur or odson um or some other guys i've been working with and you know we just work on it together so then it's kind of like you know i I get those guys to do what they're best at which is the beats and some of the other production elements and i want them to bring their flavor to it because you know i had this vision as for the whole album how i wanted it to sound and i just you know i found these people and and i thought wow we could do something amazing together so it was a combination of you know me and a few people um, putting this together but it was it was all written and all i'd say you know produced by me like as executive producer and you know a and r by myself and the guys at black hole records but yeah really happy with how it turned out yeah it's a it's a lovely album it's it, like some of the songs so beautiful and like it's it's quite an emotional album. Was it, was that intentional? Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's um, it, like I say, it's a, it's a, it's it's a song of it's a song of hope written in a time of struggle, you know. And it's um, it it walks the line. It walks the line lyrically between hope and disaster, you know. And it's a fine line to walk, but I think it comes across as you know. That's a great. You say that as emotional because you really feel some of the pain in the lyrics um but it's it's overall arching feeling of hopefulness is what you know is what's really people are really you know i think latching onto emotionally because everyone needs some hope you know especially after the year we've been through so um you know it's partly selfish reasons why it was a song about hope i mean because i was going through so much struggle you know in my personal life i went through a a break a breakup in my relationship you know i left the country i left up to leave my car and all my studio stuff and I found myself, you know, in a really odd situation and COVID hit and all the shows got cancelled and it was just, you know, every, everyone struggled last year. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I decided instead of writing about all this pain I was going through at the time, I would kind of, instead of manifesting that every day on the microphone, I would start, you know, almost, you know, blurring the lines between <clears throat> fact and fiction. But, you know, writing songs of fantasy of where I wanted to be and songs of hope of what for the future. And, um, yeah, it seems to have struck a chord with, with everyone. So I guess, you know, although it wasn't intentionally, I think that's, you know, adding that emotion in there has been really allowed people to really latch on to the songs and, and, and really, you know, feel the feelings that I was feeling at the time, I suppose. Definitely. If that makes any sense. No, it really does, yeah, it does. And, like, you've, you've turned it round. Like, you, you've had a lot of negative stuff there in your life and you've, you've, you've actually turned it round and you've created this... Well, in my opinion, it's a masterpiece. It's absolutely fantastic. Even oh, just compared compared that. to the first album as well, like this, you've come a long way. Even from the fir- first album was more was more heavy. This is like a, it's more chill out. Like this is just so nice to listen to while you're driving and while you, even while you're sitting. Like, I was listening to it last night on repeat. How, how do you? Because I I don't do dance music, so I'm not really sure how you start do you start with your like uh, an acoustic version of the song and then turn it into a dance song or do you get a beat first and then that gives you the feel of where the lyrics are going to come from um no i mean to be honest with you there's no right or wrong way no rules to it but i did do a new way of writing on this album um and but most of the time um when i'm writing i'll start with just a piano or just a guitar and the melody and you know start fleshing out some some lyrics and stuff because you know, if a song stands up on its own with just a piano like that, you know you're onto a winner. And then, you know, it can only get better with tasteful kind of instrumental instrument, you know, choices then to, to kind of just, you know, 
give this like the, the, the lyrics and the melody of the, the message of the whole song and you've just got to be respectful when you're building the music around it and you want it to be you know just a great vehicle to carry this message so um yeah i always start with with just a basic melody and lyrics and and an acoustic piano or acoustic guitar because that way you know if there's any flaws in the song you can, you can tell them you can see them so when you're at an early stage like when you're writing it's good to keep it simple so you can edit and you can change things and you're not tied to any beats or anything like that, you know, when you've done a yeah. lot of work. So, you know, I would always start with the song and just, you know, the, the other stuff comes later. So this is like completely different from like your BB Max stuff. So is there any musical influence behind it? Because one of my favourites on the track, um, the album was Now or Never. And elements of that reminded me of um, Moby's Porcelain. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I I do like a bit of Moby. Um, you know, I think it's an it's kind of this album was very consciously. It wasn't a like um, um a, it was a strategy, but it wasn't a strategy. I didn't say right, I've got to sound like this and this. The strategy was just to do whatever I wanted really, and the label gave me the absolute freedom to do whatever I wanted. And it's it's a kind of I suppose, you know, I've been doing this now for 25 years and I kind of think it feels like I've found a sweet spot with with what I love and with what I'm best at and with how, you know, I want what I stuff I listen to in my own time, you know. So I listen to a lot more deeper stuff. Maybe it's because I'm getting older now. I don't know. <laughs> but, but um, you know, I just love this stuff and it, it, it's, it's the stuff I will listen to um, if I'm at home having a barbecue or dinner party whatever you know i like to go out to the clubs and listen to this stuff yeah. so i like a lot of the deeper stuff now you know um a lot of the stuff on anjuna deep and those labels and silk and you know even so, the stuff on black hole so you know i love a lot of the deeper stuff now and it's just really inspiring for me and it gives me a place where i can write more emotional lyrics and i can be a little bit more creative with the lyrics because the songs are a little bit slower so they yeah. lend themselves to a more of a emotional vocal, really, rather than the faster dance songs. Um, so yeah, so um, it's just I say the influence. You know, it's, it goes back to my, to my roots. You know, bands like the Beatles, the Eagles, all like vocally, um, the Blue Nile. Um, you know, all my kind of heroes, and then you know <laughs> some some of them like New Deep House kind of producers and sounds and more organic stuff as well I'm really feeling so yeah it's a mixture of everything really do you have any any plans to tour this album because obviously like, like I don't know if you did initially but now with it being like as successful as it is I would have thought that would be something you're thinking about yeah absolutely I mean you know I had some shows we had some shows in the pipeline and they all got wiped away with Covid um you know uh, it's, it's been crazy hasn't it so um but yeah, I'm, you know, I've got, I'm doing talks with my agent and we're, we're looking at some stuff and, you know, get, get some dates in the diary. So, yeah, we're working on all that at the moment. It's, it's still a bit touch and go, I'll be honest with you, Gavin, as far as like touring the world at the minute. It's still, there's still a lot of hoops to, ju to jump through, you know, yeah. and um, safety issues and whatnot. So it's just, it's still not back to normal with everything, you know. So it's a bit of a difficult time to kind of nail stuff down and you know at the minute it's just there's still a weird time isn't it you know um but absolutely i can't i mean i'm dying to get i'm dying to get back out on the road you know it's um really missed it I, you know i've enjoyed creating music in the studio but it's after a while doing that you get the the bug to get back out on the road and yeah I, 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 you know if it's not this year definitely next year i'll be out on the road doing yeah it's funny you say that about how much you're missing it because I was I was talking to Mark the other day, um, your bandmate from BB Mac, and uh, he was he said exactly the same. He said I, I I can't tell you how much I've missed performing. I just I can't wait to get back out there. It's like it's killing him. He just wants to get back on stage again because it's it's yeah. totally different from the writing side of things and you know and and the creating things in the studio. You, it's not the same as performing live. No, it's not. It's like a bit of a drug. Yeah, and you know what? I, I, to, to actually, it, even to, to any band, you know, not just you guys in BB Mac, but any band to be there at the first concert when that band or artist gets up on stage for the first time after this hellhole of a past twelve or twelve or fifteen months, it's going to be amazing. Because it's yeah. just going to give it their all. It's going to be so emotional, so much energy going into it. I, I just, I'd love to be there. It'd be amazing. Well, I can't wait for that day, mate. So we're all back out on the road. It's going to be. 
Yeah, <laughs> hopefully not long. Yeah, well, there's light at the end of the tunnel. So Absolutely. So, album-wise, I've got to ask you, which is your favourite track on your new album? You know what? A few people have asked me that, and I, 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 um, I haven't got a favourite. I haven't got, I have, honestly, because uh, I guess I wrote them all in a short space of time, and they were all kind of, I, I just, they were kind of, I found them easy to write. It was one of those things that kind of came out, but I haven't got a favourite. I think, I, if I could pick a few... Um, friendly fire, any love, truth, um, the hands that matter. Uh, yeah, I, I, but I love them all. Honestly, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, um, I'm still, I'm still enjoying it. And that said something for me <laughs> when I'm still listening to something I've, when it's been finished for months. My, so, for me, yeah. for me, I would say my favourite is breathing fire. Yeah, breathing fire. Yeah, that's another. That's another great one. I, do, I work with this guy, pa, uh, Pavel Kaliev. On that oh, one, okay. um, guy from the Ukraine, um, good friend of mine. He did a great job on some of the production of that. But yeah, no, I, 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 a lot of people. That's that's high <clears> in the <throat> favourites of a lot of people. That one, Gavin. Yeah, it's quite commercial sounding. I could I could hear that one on the radio. Yeah, so I think we might have to have that one as a single. It's been I, a favourite with a lot. I, th- of fans. I think so. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to take credit for being the one who suggested it. There you go, Gavin. No, it's a great track. Fantastic. <laughs> So you touched on before that you were um, you're doing like master classes around producing and recording your own tracks. So is that something that you're going to plan to continue, or was that just something during lockdown that you did? Uh, do, well, do you know what? It was kind of by accident. What, what happened was um, me and BT. We've got a, a label now. Um, we're working on with some artists that we've signed, and we're going to release um, in the next few months. And we've been. You know, we've been helping develop these artists as far as giving them advice on songwriting and, you know, vocal production and everything else. And um, what I was finding was, you know, a lot of the people, as amazing as these guys are, and it's insane musicians and writers and everything, but, uh, you know, a lot of people struggle with vocal production. So uh, initially I thought I can help these guys and they were assigned to the label. And I started to do Zooms with them one-on-one, and it was like, you know, it was great. And they were like, oh, okay, get this now, compression, I'll get this now. Oh, that's cool trick. Oh, I'll get that. I was like, right. I was like, but it's t- it was taking up all my time. And I thought, what I'll do, I'll just record this. So and then when we sign people to the label, I can give them this this kind of tutorial to help them with the vocal sound, to get the vocal sound incredible. So we can really release them. So I did that, and then I had this brainwave. I was like, well, you know what? I, can, I don't have to, I'm just, I can, don't have to just, I'm not limited to helping just the artist and the label. I can help so many more people who've got the same problem here. So that's when I decided, I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll turn this into something for the artist, for the label, but I'm also going to turn this into an academy um, because in a selfish <laughs> selfish way, I was, I was really enjoying helping people and getting the results. And it was, for me, it was like, this feels incredible. And I was missing that positive feedback off stage. You know, when you're doing a gig and you, the crowd's like, and you're like, you, you, you yeah. know, it's this positive loop of feedback. I was missing it. And then I started to, like, get conversations with, with my students and stuff who were having these mega results, and I was just buzzing off that. So I was like, oh, I want more of that. I can help more people. I can get more of this positive feedback going on. Um, and I was missing talking to people and stuff, and it was just a great thing at the right time. Really. So I spent a lot of time in lockdown as well working on the academy, and, and it's a long process, isn't it? Oh, you know what? It really is, but it's been so rewarding just helping people and, and getting them to hit these, you know, to master these things like songwriting and yeah. vocal and, and everything else. So, yeah, no, it's been a gr- it's been amazing, really. And I've, yeah, I've loved I've loved that whole thing. And it was something, so, but it was something I fell into accident. <clears throat> I honestly, um, but something I'm definitely going to do now. Um, moving forward, I'm, you know, in fact, I'm working on. Uh, I've got students at the moment on my top line masterclass, which is like a 12 week program where I jump on with them every every week and live Zoom sessions and teach them how to record and write lyrics and everything. It's it's incredible. So yeah, yeah, it's got to be loads of people that can sing but wouldn't have a clue where to start with half of that stuff. So that's amazing that you're doing that. Yeah, well, you know what? It's like I, I, if if there was something like the top line masterclass like existed. You know, 20 years ago when I started, oh, I would have been all over it. But there was nothing <laughs> like that. It was all covered in mystery and 
yeah. it was just so hard to figure things out and you know i've made a lot of mistakes in my career and like as a writer and as a you know producer and recording artist you know so I, i'm i'm just there to help people save time and shave years off the whole journey you know so it's it's yeah it's been so much fun um doing the academy stuff and i've got some amazing students now and I, you know i love seeing them every week and you know seeing the progress so yeah no i'm loving it it's by accident but it's been so <laughs> amazing and uh i didn't think i'd be like you know teaching i didn't think of doing that you know not just still be a rock star but you know, <laughs> you know. i don't know how you find the time to do all this stuff <laughs> well listen i would lock down it was a long it was long oh, yeah. time there was nothing to do there was zero to do so I just threw myself into it and, you know, maybe it was because I was trying to escape, you know, the, the relationship breakdown I was going through and, you know, I was writing this music and building these courses. But whatever, it's all positive stuff's come out of it in the end and it kept my mind distracted enough to where I'm, I'm doing amazing now and I'm like, you know, I'm more focused and everything's opening back up and, you know, getting back on to normal now. So it was a blessing in disguise, really. And it's a great idea as well. Is I'm using a program called Reason. I don't know if you you must have heard of Reason. Yeah, I know Reason. Yeah. Um, and it's like I don't know what I'm doing. So like I'm actually recording this interview in Reason actually now. Um, but it, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm I'm learning bit, but it's really intimidating. And when you don't have somebody to help you, like the guy Mike, who I was telling you about before, who's part of the podcast, he knows it inside out. So he's like every now and then he'll send me a little video to show me what to do, and it's really helpful. But he's so yeah. busy doing other stuff. That it's actually, I've been thinking about, you know, uh, looking into this academy thing of yours as well for myself because, like I say, it's it's so overwhelming to you just open it and there's all kinds of stuff and all you want to do is record a nice vocal but a really good quality one, um, you know, and and you know tweak it where you need to tweak it and get it sounding like proper quality stuff. But it's there's so much absolutely, to learn. and you know what? It's like it's what you don't what you don't know you don't know. You know, it's a simple phrase, but. As soon as you know what you don't know, things just get start getting better. And it's about, you know, I've done, I've spent those years and years doing, try this, try this. Oh, no, that's rubbish. Okay, down a dead end, come back, reverse. Right, try this, try this, try that. You know, I've done all that. So it literally just saves people time. So, you know, there are loads of courses out there, um, Gavin, you know, if you want to get started on something like that. If you, Obviously, if you want to do some vocal stuff, of course, give me a shout and I'll, I'll, um, I'll talk you through it. But... It's so amazing that people have got access to this kind of education now and not from, you know, from people who are actually doing it, you know what I mean, and having results, not from like some guy in his shed or bedroom guy who doesn't know what he's doing, and, you know, because there's a lot of junk out there as well, unfortunately, you know, yeah, you've got to there is. sift through it, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, the stuff I'm doing is more, there's a lot of information out there, you know. This is more like a transformation um, what I'm teaching, especially in the 12 week one, it's like it, it, it transformed them from being, you know, I like music, I think I can write. So you don't even have to be able to play any, any instruments to do. No, that's uh, the, the thing. You but really I don't. Teach, I teach uh, all the stuff I, I do with plugins and everything to be able to play, manipulate sounds. And yeah, it's really exciting. And it's just people are finding this easy way now to write songs through doing my course. And it's like, yeah, they're having results, and it's just it's just all good stuff, you know. I'm hopefully making the world sound a little bit better, Gavin. You know, so oh no, <laughs> no doubt at all. I, I've just learned how to compress vocals. Like before, I was just like just recording my vocal, doubling it up, and you know, giving it a bit of re reverb, and that was it. And Mike kept saying, "You've got to compress your vocals," and I'm like, "Yeah, but what's it really going to do?" And he goes, "No, seriously." And he showed he showed me how to do it. Oh my god, what a difference it makes when you compress your vocals. Yeah, you've got to compress your vocals and what I teach is like actually multi-layer compression so there's if you want to go step up is like using a lot of compressors to do a little bit of work instead of one compressor doing all the work and yeah. that way you get an even sweeter sound in my opinion so oh, it's, it's but I, I teach all that in record ready vocals it's like that's vocal production mastery that course that's like 20 years worth of everything um, you know so it, but compression is a big part of it and EQ, you know, all these things that you don't you don't know about it, it can be yeah. very overwhelming, you know. Very it really is. It, take it from me, it's extremely overwhelming. <laughs> but yeah, it's good, but, you know, like once you learn something, it gives you confidence and you go, you know what, I've just learned how to compress vocals, so now I'm going to move on to, you know, EQ or something else, you know, an, an, another aspect of it. And it just gives you confidence as you go. And before you know absolutely. it, you, before you know it, you go, hang on a minute, look at all the stuff I've just learned. I didn't think I'd ever do that. And I've just done it. 
absolutely it's the way forward and you know i i i'm learning all the time it's amazing you know you can you can never stop learning yeah um but once you know the basics you know it's really things get accelerated then and you can you know took me 20 years but people can do the course in a couple of weeks and be like flying so saves some time definitely exactly so we, we obviously can't have you on without asking you about baby Mac, and um, obviously there's a, there's this up this thing coming up, which I don't know if you can talk too much about, but it's the lost tapes. So can you tell us a little bit about the lost tapes because we're very curious as fans to know yeah, what that is. Absolutely. Well, you know, we, I mean, the company we were originally signed to, Telstar, they went bust in the late nineties, I think. Or we were trying to get signed to them with the band that I was in, and uh, they went bust while we were trying to get signed. So we were like, oh, okay, well, there you go. <laughs> so, so, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, they went under. But um, so did the catalogue got passed around, the master tapes got knocked from here to there, and then it's blah, blah, blah. And then um, Phoenix Music, who now own the original albums, um, they found some old master tapes. Like, oh, we've found all these. And basically, uh, there are just a lot of BB Max songs, unreleased songs. Um, there's some from soundtracks there, from movies. There's a dance remix in there. I mean, there's, there's some really obscure stuff in there. Well, some great stuff as well. And I think the fans have been made up because this was some of the stuff was released on Japanese versions of albums and stuff like that. And some of the stuff's never been released at all. So, yeah, we're excited to put that out. It was just a little uh, thank you to the fans, really, you know, to say, you know, here we go. Because <laughs> we've not been able to see each other during lockdown. It's been, yeah. been crazy. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a real bit. It's a real chunk of nostalgia. Um, the lost tapes, you know, some some stuff you've probably never heard before. There, Gavin. So is there is there any like have you done any additional additional vocals or is it literally just old like old stuff? Uh, it's all twenty years old or whatever. It's not. There's no new songs on there. I love that it's, though. It's just vintage, untouched. Absolutely old. Yeah, old stuff that we uh, you know the lost tapes. That's what it was. We found them. So we just thought you know, <laughs> sit there. And not and nothing happened for people can get some joy out of them so so yeah so we've got that coming out do you plan to uh, incorporate any of that in future tours or is it just as a, a memory kind of thing for the fans i mean we will always swap and change songs around so i don't know yet i mean we've not had our first uh, kind of rehearsal back together yet so but maybe some of them might find their way into shows you know um <laughs> we'll have to discuss that um we'll look forward to it yeah, I can tell you one more than words is on there, and that's Brilliant. That, that one live. So that's not been yeah. out anywhere on the internet. So that's going to be on there. Uh, no, I had to like rip, that was on YouTube, and I had to I had to rip the audio from YouTube to have it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> the things you got to do. <laughs> exactly. That that was that's great. That one. I think it was Mark who told us that you didn't. You guys perform that with Extreme one time. Yeah, with Nuno Betancourt, we performed at a giant stadium. I know it wasn't Boston's stadium um, with NSYNC, and uh, Nuno Betancourt came on stage and played it with us. It was incredible. Wow. He sang with us. Incredible. Incredible times. Amazing. Great uh, so memory. I, I've heard a couple of, I, I don't know if it was you guys actually or just fans in general, but I've heard the talk of there being you know, a, a new BB Mac album coming up at some point. Is, is that true? Yeah, we're working on stuff. We've got um, stuff in the works, you know. It's been difficult, like I say, because we've not been able to be together, you know, um, through lockdown. It's been been tough. Um, but, yeah, we've, we've, you know, we've always worked on new stuff, so we've got stuff in the pipeline. Um, let's just say that. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Like Even seeing you guys on tour, it was the first time I'd ever seen you um, in Chicago in the House of Blues. It was an incredible show, and it was just like... It was acoustic, pretty much. The what you know, it was just you, you guys, and your guitars, and, uh, and Mark with his percussion. But it was great. You didn't need anything else. Just with, with the harmonies, it was oh, it was amazing. And you, that's the first time I'd heard some of the songs from Power Station as well. And um, just love it, absolutely love it. What, what an experience that was as well to get to meet you guys as well. So good. Yeah, that was a fun, fun show. Great times. Hopefully, this next tour. Which when when is the next tour? By the way, when it's coming? Is it October? Yeah, yeah, it's October at the moment, so we're just waiting for everything to be confirmed, and you know, with the venues and stuff. With obviously with everything going on in the world, so yeah, um, I loved that album, that last album. So every single track, I loved every single track on it, and there's not many albums that I get like that. 
or I could just put it in the car and just play it, play it on repeat. So, well done with that. Oh, thanks for saying that. No, it's always nice to hear that. <laughs> Good to hear that. There's like three albums in my lifetime that I'll, I can listen to every single track, and that's one of them. And it's Christian Burns' Love Songs from Suburbia, the other one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and Backstreet Boys Millennium, the other one. Oh, I'll give them that one. <laughs> it's, it's funny, though, when, when bands reform, like, it, sometimes it, it doesn't always work. But that album is like you guys never stopped. It was just like. Fantastic. Yeah, it was. Yeah, do you know what? It's like we we um, we just write well together, you know. And we work. We we. It's like when we started singing together again after so many years. It just felt natural, you know. It's just. It just we we sang, we sang and wrote so many songs together. It's like riding you're riding a bike, I suppose. What's something that you haven't achieved that you'd like to? Me personally. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'd love to. Um, I think I'd love to have an elaborate treehouse in the depths of the Mexican jungle. <laughs> With a swing, a tree swing. <laughs> and maybe have it close enough to Tulum so I could just go out every so often. Sounds um, that's something I've never done. <laughs> Excellent. That's very you were expecting that one, were you? No, I <laughs> I was expecting, oh, I, want to, I would like to collaborate with this person or something like that, but that's, no, that's even better. No, just get a bit to the Mexican jungle. <laughs> I like it. It's the best that's answer ever to that hammer. question. I'll uh, be fine. <laughs> poncho, I'll have a poncho as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, Christian, we're going to wrap it up now, but um, where can people find you on social media? Yes, well, if people want to find me on social media, I'm on Instagram, ChristianBurns underscore. Um, you can also, you know, go to christianburns.com and all the links, the socials are on there. And if you're interested in, uh, you know, if you want to learn from me, you can go to recordreadyacademy.com um, and check all the stuff out there. And that's, yeah, I'm everywhere. I'm all over the place, guys. Wonderful. And the new album, <laughs> Love Songs from Suburbia, is available on Spotify, iTunes, basically everywhere you can get music. Yes, and it's available on CD as well. And uh, oh, Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's available on CD, and we're also going to be bringing out some amazing limited edition vinyl um, soon, but more news about that soon. Yes, um, okay, well, I'm well into my vinyl at the stuff. moment. I'm well into the vinyl. Yeah, so it's, you want to see this vinyl. It's gorgeous. I won't say too much, because it's a surprise, um, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's everywhere, everywhere, Gavin. Excellent. Well, th- thank you very much for coming on and, and you know, doing this with us. Like, it, it just it means so much to me and to Kelly as well, and... It's just been lovely to have a catch up with you. Oh, well, nice to speak to you, Kelly, again. Nice to speak to you, Gavin. And yeah, thanks for having and me you? on, guys. And just have a lovely weekend, will uh, you? One more final question. You I want to. I, I want to play this. I want to play this episode out with one of the tracks. So, like, is that okay if I do that? Of course it is. I'd love okay, it too. I'm going. I'm going to go with "Breathing Fire" because it's my favourite one. It's new single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gavin's picked me new single <laughs> wonderful alright cheers Perfect. cheers Christian you take care and have a great weekend take care guys thank Ciao. you Ciao.